big fella. Mm-hmm. I can get used to that. Yeah. So let's fade it out. Welcome to another episode of Illegal Ham to the Face. Mm-hmm. I am that fat guy, and always to my left is Big Bri Bri. Howdy. And you heard our new intro music. Thank you, Eric Fadiga. Kyle Kyle got me straight down on that. So uh, we are all set and ready to go for episode 11, big fella. Wow. All right. So we got to get our shout outs out of the road real quick because we got a lot to do today because baseball is back. Sports. Sports Sports is back in general. So let's let's go uh, with our shout outs. We got a shout out Joe Bear. Yeah. I was texting with him last night about the Indians game. All right, we got to test out or uh, shout out our normal suspects: uh, Big Boy Phillips, Papa V, mm-hmm. uh, Kyle. Thank you for hooking us up with all this. Eric Fadiga, thank you, Fadiga. Mm-hmm. Eric Fadiga. <laughs> all right, gotta make sure I did it right so he knows that it's solid now. Mm-hmm. All right, you also can reach us at uh, Legal Ham to the Face. Yep. Okay, uh, Legal Ham to the Face at Gmail Hit us up on Facebook or Twitter at Illegal Ham of the Face or at Ham Illegal because I don't know why their Twitter handle was uh, Legal Ham of the Face was taken. Can't imagine why. Ham Illegal? Is what ham Illegal is what we are on Twitter. So somebody else had Illegal Ham. Yeah. I, I don't. I, <laughs> hey, I, I have no clue. I have no clue. Hey, God bless but you. all you got to do is search Illegal Ham of the Face and we'll pop right up because <laughs> that's who we are and that's what we do. All right. All right, so we are getting ready to do some new things here. And I got to hold up for Bri because it was my fault. I screwed the pooch on this one. But, uh, Bri, mm-hmm. I believe it is your turn for the trivia, right? Yeah. Yep. So here we go with the trivia. All right, so our trivia is brought to you by Curb Appeal Landscaping. Mm -hmm. Get a hold of Papa V for all your landscaping needs. Uh, Hit him up at curbappeal419.com. All right, big fellow, what's the trivia for today? Okay, all right. So, like we said, we're excited for sports comeback, excited for baseball. Um, We both watched the Indians yesterday do what they did, and... Specifically, Shane Bieber tearing him up. What, uh, fourteen strikeouts and fourteen Ks, baby? How many? Six innings? Was it six full innings? Six ninety-seven pitches. Ninety-seven pitches. Seven pitches. So fourteen Ks. Right, and so he was. I mean, he was on pace for if he would have played the whole game, probably twenty, twenty-one strikeouts. I don't know, something crazy like that. So, but he had fourteen. Yeah. So that got me thinking about. He had 14. What's the record for most strikeouts by an Indians pitcher in one game? Ooh, one that's... single pitcher. One single pitcher. Hold on. Yep, for a game. Extra innings or no extra innings? Nine-inning game. Nine-inning game. Nine-inning game. Nine-inning game. Mm-hmm. Man. It's not 14. More than that. It's more than 14. Right. Can you give me a number of what it is? If if that would help, sure. I. It's 18. It's 18 strikeouts. 18. So Bieber... Would have had a real shot at that. Yeah. All right. Well, 
Damn you, Brian. Why do you always come up with these ones? Hey, I mean. You you come up with the ones that just. Uh, I just, I come up with the ones that come to my head and I'm watching sports. All right. So, big fella, I got to ask you what you're drinking right now. Because before we get into the Indians, we got to know what we're sipping mm-hmm. on here. You got, what is that? A little red stag? A red stag. You a little know red stag. Jim Beam when it comes to bourbon or whiskey. So I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Decided to spice it up a little bit with some black cherry. Ooh. And, uh, yeah. Hey. Great minds think alike because okay. I got me some Cleveland Whiskey Company, Cleveland Underground. Yeah. I got the uh, bourbon whiskey finished with black cherry wood. Ooh. Hallelujah. Really? Yeah, oh, Daddy yeah, stocked back that. up. Mommy wasn't happy with the purchase, but Daddy was happy with the purchase. <laughs> it Only 4,000 of them made. Yeah. It, it is absolutely phenomenal. Tastes great. You, yeah. had, you had a sip of it. I did have a sip. And, hold on. Because I love you, big fella. I bought you some conch chips. Yeah. You got some downstairs, right? You like that? That's right. I can't wait. I I have one. I didn't want to spoil it too much. I got uh, you the sweet mesquite barbecue from Cons. They were great. From the Uh one I had, I'd buy them again. All right. Well, let's get into opening day, bud. Yeah. I mean, 14 strikeouts. Indians win two to nothing. Mm-hmm. Jose Ramirez almost went yard. He was Shut about up. he was about a fart in the wind away from the yard. <laughs> uh, uh, baseball's back, bud. I can't believe it. Yeah. I mean, it's a little different, but baseball's back. Right. Right. And you know what I did last night watching the game? Mm-hmm. Shut everything off. Mm-hmm. Okay. I didn't even want to see the fans in the stands or nothing. I wanted to hear Hammy on the radio. Say, here on the corner of Carnegie and Ontario. And as soon as I heard that, I got goosebumps. Right. I got excited, and I listened to the broadcast. I listened to Hammy. So my setup, how I listen to Indians games, normally I listen to Hammy, have the TV on in the background, kind of like I do with uh, Browns games. Mm-hmm. I always listen to Jimmy Donovan nice. and then have the Browns game because I don't care what those commentators say because they don't know what they're talking about. Right. You know, like I give two shits about what Troy Aikman thinks you, of the Cleveland Browns. You got to hear the hometown guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you give me, you give me Jimmy Donovan. You give me Hammy. We're good. We're blessed with two of the best. I know. In the I business. know. And they love Cleveland. Yeah. So what'd you think of last night's game, bud? I was, I was very pleased. I mean, the pitching staff was phenomenal. You can't ask anything more from them. And yeah, maybe you're not super happy that we only put up two runs against the Royals. But like I've been trying to tell myself, or what what I will be telling myself this whole year is, it's a sixty game season. You should not complain about any 59 win. Fifty nine more to go. Fifty nine more to go. Yeah, if you're complaining about a win, then you need to go somewhere else because every game is so big this year. And so if you win it two to one, if you win it eighteen to seventeen, whatever, I'll take it. So I'm fine with it. Like you said. Jose could have had a homer in the first. Oh man, we I could have won three out. nothing. Thought that thing was out. It's, I thought it actually hit the railing, and I thought maybe they'd review it. But after I seeing mean, the he replay, almost, he almost put that right short. on the home run porch. Right. Oh man, it right. was so close. But it was so nice to actually see baseball. Yeah, and it, not even okay. Betty's getting a little excited in the background. She's she loves her baseball. She loves her Indians. I get you. She's got a little issues. She's a rescue. She's got a little <laughs> issues, but it's okay. But, um, no, we, uh, God, just watching it, it was just nice to actually have sports. Mm-hmm. I didn't care what sports. Like, I still even woke up this morning and watched the tail end of Korean baseball. <laughs> Did you know that Matt Williams 
No. Is a coach in Korea? No. No yeah. idea. Yeah, I had really? no clue either. I okay. woke up this morning, they were talking about Matt Williams. I'm like, hold on, third baseman from the tribe, Matt Williams? There he was, coaching Korean baseball. Wow. I know. They had no clue what they were talking about. <laughs> but Does Matt? So now we're assuming Matt Williams speaks Korean then. Sure. <laughs> I don't know how you want me to I answer wanna that. See, I want to see that video because that's got to be hilarious. Uh, <laughs> Brian's trying to get me on something no, I don't want to get no, on. No, I ain't. Nope, nothing. But, uh, no, Bieber, Bieber was just dotting the corners, mm-hmm. and he was pissing off every Kansas City batter. I all Every time I see a strikeout, batters look back at the ump like, really? Like, yeah, he dotted that corner like Maddox, dude. Yeah. Suck it up. Sit your ass down. Yeah. And, I mean, he was – he was after that little bit of trouble in the first inning, he got out of it. After that, he was fire. I mean, how I, could you want anything oh better my, than that? He had 20 pitches in the first inning. Mm-hmm. And he ended up with 97 mm-hmm. for the next five. Like, I, hey. How do the Indians always develop good pitching? And it's lately it's been good starting pitching. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, you know, like we had Carrasco for a while, but Carrasco was in the bullpen, out of the bullpen. They finally figured out he's got to throw from the stretch. Clevenger, sure, comes right up. Bauer, we mm-hmm. traded for. Got Kluber, we traded for. Turned it. This is a fourth-round pick in Shane Bieber. He was a walk-on at his college and took them to a world college World Series. Where at? Like UC Irvine or something like that. Wow. He was a walk-on. So he's done nothing. And what they love about him is he's like Kluber. Mm-hmm. He is robotic in his routine and what he does. And it shows. Because last night, guess what, Major League? Watch out. Right. We got rid of Kluber, but got another one back. Right. And I think that's what what last night was all about. It was the Shane Bieber coming out party. I know he won... He's- Last year, the uh, all-star MVP. Yes. But that's kind of because they had nobody else to give it to. So let's And just, it wasn't Cleveland. Well, let's just give it to the hometown yeah. guy. And so but that's also, kind of what I attribute that to. You also got to realize that I think it's been since 2000, was it 13 or 14? Since anybody besides Corey Kluber throughout the opening that day. started an opening day. I started, believe it. I mean, it, yeah. like seriously. It's, like, it was the passing hey, of the torch. Klub. Club, still love you. Thank love you for you. everything Absolutely. you've done for us. Mm-hmm. Okay? No hard feelings. We understand the business. It is what it is. We get it. You still wanted to stay here. You helped us out. You won us a shit ton of games. Mm-hmm. You won how many Cy Youngs? Two. You won a World Series for us. Yeah. Two Cy Youngs? Yeah. Yep. Two mm-hmm. Cy Youngs? Two Cy Youngs. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And I'll be the first to say thank you because guess what? Everybody thought you're underrated. You weren't even paid as the highest pitcher in the league, and you should have been. And give uh, give Chernoff some credit because he probably knew what he has in this pitching staff, and so he knew Corey Kluber was expendable, and he could get rid of him and get some young talent in because these guys right behind Kluber, Bieber. Hopefully, um, Carrasco, hopefully Clevenger will be able to step right up. And Well, we are recording on Saturday, so as you can hear now, we just watched the game last night. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Club's pitching today at 5-10, and I can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah, I, I mean, as long as the offense can get themselves into a groove, I don't think we're going to have to worry about this starting pitching staff. And 
maybe more impressive and shame on us for not bringing this up beforehand. The bullpen pitched phenomenal yesterday. They went three innings. I don't think they gave up a hit. Did no, they? Well, I think maybe no, no, they didn't give up a hit. Uh, maybe Bieber a gave... walk or two. Maybe a uh, hand hit a batter. I think, which was kind of it, BS because it barely nicked him. It didn't even touch him. I saw the replay. Right. They're blowing that out of proportion. But no, yeah, the bullpen showed up, and it was nice to see hand hit over ninety miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're starting to ramp back up. But Bry. Baseball's back, buddy. Baseball is back. Pinch me. I uh, sports <laughs> are back. Four months. Four months without watching a real American sport. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know how we did it. To be and, honest, I mean, you, <laughs> I don't even know how certain radio stations kept coming up with content. A lot of that. lists. A lot I mean, of lists. I I hear you, but I mean yeah. that's we're. Technically, we're one of those kind of brands because mm-hmm. we're doing the same thing that they're doing. Mock drafts and lists. No, I love mock drafts. I love them all. Yeah, yeah. bring me more. Oh, my God. So, I brought this up with Joe Bear last yeah. night. Joe Bear, our Indians correspondent, mm-hmm. is what we're going to call him. Even though he's really just a fan that watches games. Right. So, let's be honest no, with this. No, correspondent So, Brian, I got to bring it up to you because... Mm-hmm. It was brought up on certain radio stations, no names, please, right? Mm-hmm. Of who is your most hated Cleveland Indian? Hmm. Most it, hated Indian. Most hated Indian. So I had to think back, okay? Right. And we grew up as 90s babies, mm-hmm. okay? So that we'll put a time frame on it. We grew up as 90s babies, so we were... We watched all the World Series in the 90s, mm-hmm. okay, 2000s, you know. So that's our, like, honey spot of where we've watched. Now, we're not mm-hmm. going to go back in time. Right. And, you know, diss on somebody that we don't even know or even watched before, okay? Mm-hmm. So let's just say from, like, 1990 on. Okay. Okay? And I want you to think hard about because I want to tell you mine. Yeah, you go first. Because I, I got two. Okay. Okay. You got two. I got two. So gotcha. there, it's a co-tie. Mm-hmm. Okay. So my first one is John Rocker. Hmm. Now he's not John my Rocker. He's not my top. Okay. Okay. But fucking John Rocker. Yeah, I love the fire he brought. Okay. He when when we got him, he couldn't even hit the strike zone. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I mean, it's like okay, we got our closure. Yeah, we got our closure. Hell yeah. And it's John Rocker. And I'm going, what is this guy doing? You didn't like him because he ran out of the bullpen and you thought that's way too much running for baseball. <laughs> Touche. He's you... trying to show off how fast he is. Touche. Sure. You called out my fatness. <laughs> All right. What? You think I like fucking David Cohn better because he's fat? Yeah. Kurt Schilling? Well, I mean, yeah, probably. Name all the fat pitchers. Bartolo Colon. <laughs> Kurt Schilling, that's harsh. What? He's chunky? I guess so. Uh, who was the guy for... David Cohn was fat. Who was the guy in the 90s for the Dodgers? Uh, Valenzuela? Pedro... Oh, you yeah. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah, that little chubby yeah. bastard. Oh, yeah. Love that guy. Bring hey, the heat. Just like Pablo Sandoval. <laughs> I love <laughs> that player. Are you going to tell him about the play that we saw from last night? From oh, yeah, Sandoval? the one where he fucking butt-checked the uh, base runner at <laughs> he, first base because he, he tried jumped, to jump. He jumped up to get the ball. Big fella. The runner Don't jump. tried to go below him, 
and just got hey, a face full of Daddy left loves cheek. All the chunky players. You got Tony Gwynn. You got Kirby Puckett. You got Prince Fielder. <laughs> Let's just keep naming them. Come on, oh, give yeah. me some chubby boys. <laughs> Mark Sanchez said, uh, "Hey, I know how you feel, buddy." <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you you said you had two. So yeah, let, I got let me, I got two that I'll give me your least hated. Uh, so the guy who will probably go for number two. And there's maybe a little backstory to it. And the reason I didn't put him number one, because when he came to the Indians and he played for the Indians, I actually kind of liked him. And that guy is David Justice. And really? he was my guy when he was with the Indians. What, 97? I think he was played in the World Series with us. But this goes back. This is all about 95. And that game six in 95 where he hit the home run to give them, the Atlanta Braves, the championship. And what I think we lost one to nothing that game, and so his solo home run was the difference. So backstory being, after that happened, little eight nine year old me went up with some friends with my brother, and we wrote a hate letter. The only hate letter I've ever wrote in my life. Really, you didn't write one to Chris Weber when he called a nope, timeout. Nope. Mm-mm. Wow. Just one, and it went to David Justice and. It was typical eight, nine, ten year old trash talk like Halle Berry's not even that hot. <laughs> Yo mama. And just yeah, just digging into him and I can't remember if we sent it or not, but oh I hated Dave Justice. So oh my God, But right. when he was with the Indians, I kinda liked him, so he that's why he's number two. My number one, I keep came coming back to Trevor Bauer. Fuck and you. And you're golfing, buddy. Oh, come on. Yeah, I mean, in the the reason being, I know he's childish. He's kind of a know-it-all. He's kind of arrogant. I actually don't mind the fact that he's digging on the Astros as hard as he is. But just going back to 2016, and if he wasn't playing with his stupid little toys, we might have won a World Series. Okay. Uh, all right. So, Bri. Mm-hmm. I'm going to throw this to you. Okay. okay. Yes, he cut. He was playing with his stupid little toys. Mm-hmm. But if you were a starting pitcher for the Indians, let's just say you cracked open a bottle of beer mm-hmm. and the cap cut you on the finger. Okay, will never happen. Draft, so you, draft beer only. Oh, so that you're making excuses? You... Bullshit! <laughs> bullshit! Right now, I know you. Bullshit. I call bullshit. I power through. No. Put a bandaid on it. I find a and way he to did, pitch. He was, he was pitching. They called him out because he was bleeding everywhere. No, he was a baby. Oh, my God. Really? Wanted to throw another ball into center field. Oh. Complain about your finger hurting. I don't want to hear nothing about wow. it. Wow. Trevor Bauer, yeah, I still love you. Stick up for your boy. Go ahead. I will. Because guess what? It takes balls to throw that fucking ball into center field. <laughs> you had a shit game. You know you had a shit a game. It takes a five-year-old to do it. Well, good. I'm a five-year-old. Mm-hmm. Son of a... Who's, so who's your number one? Uh, my number one, and you're going to love this, because mm-hmm. he came from the Ohio State University. Oh, bro. Nick frickin' Yeah, bro. Swisher. Okay, bro. Nick, love you on the Yankees. Uh-huh. Love you everywhere else except for Cleveland. <laughs> If I got a cub to the oh, stadium and see a bro, dude, sweet, you hit one home run in your whole freaking career here. Give me an OH as you're crossing the home plate. F you. We paid you way too much money to not come in here 
and do something for this franchise. You know what you did? Bro, you sucked it up. I love the Buckeye on Buckeye hate. I, Give I me can't more. Help it. You I want can't... to talk about Maurice Claret? No, we're not okay. doing Maurice Claret. We already did that. <laughs> no, it, I we paid Nick Swisher top dollar. I thought we did, and he comes in here and just yeah, he's good for the organization. It's a face, mm-hmm. but he did nothing, nothing at all. Yeah, I agree with you. Him and Michael Bourne, I mean, that's what it was for those two years. Why are these guys sucking so much considering we paid them as much money as we did and we got nothing out of them? Exactly. Well, hold on. We traded them and still got nothing out of them. Yeah. Well, let me... I can't believe I'm sticking up for a Buckeye right now. Are you sticking up for Nick Swisher? I'm going to try to bring Don't you... Don't you do I'm it. I'm going to try to bring you back to the oh, Nick Swisher side of, of the argument. You're not going to do it. I might be able to. Uh, do you know who Nick Swisher is married to? Who? You know. Cheyenne. From Reba? From Reba. From Reba. Yeah. The TV show Reba. Yeah. He's married can you to believe, Cheyenne? Can you believe that? Cheyenne. <laughs> I Miss, know my, Mrs. Swisher to you. Hold on. I know my wife is listening to this, but you made a mistake. <laughs> All right. Come over here. Okay. Because your kids are going to be saying, bro, dude, sweet. All right. Pay them all. I know you're never going to listen to this. Just like our listeners are going, what the hell are they talking about? But divorce him. <laughs> Take half his money. Come find me. That's your PSA. Okay. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure she's doing fine. I'm sure she's doing fine, too. <laughs> God, I love Shay. I love that show. All right. Back to reality here, Bubba. It's hard. You start talking about Reba. You know how much I love Reba. <laughs> All right. So let's. Uh, so we're done with our Indians talk. Right? That's what we got for one game. Yep. That's what we got for one. We promised you guys we would talk about college football. Mm-hmm. All right. So before we start college football, we want to let you know that per listener's request, okay, the first ever illegal. Ham to the face. Hot dog eating contest is going to go down. We have to my left. No. Big Brian. No. No. You have. I am that fat guy. You have big boy Phillips. And you have our producer, my cousin Vinny. All four of us. All four of us <laughs> at once. At once, oh, are no. going to do a hot dog eating contest to see who is the fattest one that on a legal ham to the face. And guess what, Bry? You have no choice in it. I just sprung this up on you, and you're going to love every bit of it. Well, okay. We are trying to get the times down because we mm-hmm. have to get uh, Big Boy Phillips out of work. Mm-hmm. Uh, Uncle Vinny said he wants in because, or well. My cousin Vinny, right, Uncle Vinny. Mm-hmm. So he said he wants in because uh, it's hot dogs, and he loves hot dogs also. Yeah. yeah. So we are probably going to do an illegal ham to the face Facebook Live <laughs> hot dog eating contest. Nobody wants to see. Uh, that no, 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 no. People, w- people want to see it. No. Uh, oh yeah. So <laughs> we will announce the date. At some point in time within the next few episodes, Brian's taking off his headset right now because yeah, he's just right. he's he's over. He's got the meat sweats. He's got the meat sweats. 
All right, so let's talk a little college football, bud. So mm-hmm. Big Ten announced, guess what? No off-season games or no, uh, no inter-conference. Yes. Right. right. So we get Big Ten football, technically, if it happens. Supposedly. Yes. We're supposed to, right? And guess what? You know what that means for Jim Harbaugh? What's that? No matter what, he's not going to win more than 10 games. Oh! No comment. Yeah, that's what I thought. I got you on that one. <laughs> All right, there's one for Fatty. <laughs> Boom. I think this is a good thing. I really? Mean, you yeah. think it's just all conference? Right. Because how many times have you been excited? I can't wait for the Buckeye game. I can't wait for the Wolverine game this weekend. Can't wait. Hopefully noon, 4 o'clock, 3.30, whatever. And you look at the schedule. Who are they playing? They're playing Towson. Yeah, but this year, this year was different because Michigan had a big game coming up, right? With the pack, did they play? Aren't they playing uh, USC? No, 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 no. Who were they? Oh, Washington, Washington. Yeah, right. Washington. And Ohio State was playing Oregon. Yeah, but that's one game. So you get excited about one game. You still yeah. have two or three where you're just kind of okay a bye week, and then they have a bye week the next week, so they don't play a meaningful game for 21 days or something. Yeah, but still, I'd rather have it. Give me action, conference action every single week. I, I don't mind Maybe it. Maybe conference action. We have Rutgers and Maryland yeah, but in our conference. Get them out. Then. Illinois. And yeah, it, Illinois. Well, Indiana's and... actually came up a little bit. I, I didn't mind it. So, really? Yeah. I mean, it shortens the season. And it, so now th- do they just take those games out of the schedule? Or do I, they, I think so. Do they bump back the whole season by about a month? Well, I think taking those because all the non-conference games. So the season games, might still start early September, possibly. Yes, yes okay. but all the non-conference games are gone, which are always normally the first four games you play or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean. I don't. I don't hate it. I mean, we're also assuming that they're actually going to have a season. And I, God, it's so hard for me because with with professionals. I can understand it. Right. You're getting paid. But you're you're getting kids. Mm-hmm. And they're not, okay, technically they're not kids because they're over 18. They're technically, but still, you understand what I'm saying. You're getting kids on college campuses, mm-hmm. and you're risking them to something that we still don't have a grasp on. Right. And you can't, you know, if you're going to go ahead with college football, you also have to go ahead with college volleyball, college golf. You have to go ahead with all these sports. And most of them are canceling their fall sports. Yeah. and I mean, I the mean, Ivy League Ivy just League. said, fuck it, we're done. Who, and you know something? It's the Ivy League. Guess right. what? You know what right. they do? Run our country because right. they are that smart. Who's going to say, yep, we know more than the Ivy League does. We can play football because we're smarter than them. Michigan. How often does that happen? Well, and Michigan's already talked about not wanting to go forward with the season. And so I think me personally, without getting too far into it, it sounds at this point irresponsible for them to have a season as much as I want to. Yeah, it's totally irresponsible because guess what? These kids aren't getting paid. And you have to. And you know something? Especially the top tier guys. Let's just. Everybody knows who's going to be drafted. All right. It doesn't matter where they're going to be drafted at, but you see players, you know where they're going to be drafted. Those kids don't want to risk this. How could you want to risk this? Well, the kids, 
the kids, if you ask all the players, they'll probably 98, 99% say that they want to play. Well, but I mean, we're assuming we're operating right now under the guidelines that this is a very serious thing. So you almost have to protect them from themselves because they're going to say, yeah, let's play. Why not? None of them are going to say, no, I'm going to let my teammates down. I don't want to play. And so for me personally, I think the best option is for them to play in the spring. But yeah, I don't but think if that's you if, happen. if you play the spring, guess what? Your top stars gone. Oh, well, you still because have a season. Guess what? Guess what? You call me on on the Nick Bosa and just sitting out until he got drafted. Right. That's what every top prospect will do hey. is sit out. It's a and different year. I understand. Do you it's want? A different do you year. want college football or do you hey, not? I am a homer here, and I want my quarterback to win me a I goddamn know. national championship. I, I understand. Okay, I'm sorry. That, I'm hungry. You, you feel the same way that every single Buckeye fan feels. Hey, we have a legit shot at this. I want to play right now. I don't want to risk losing a guy in the spring to not wanting to play. And so and I, get I understand it. What, but... you're not worried about that as a Michigan fan? You don't think that your precious Dylan McCaffrey can't take you somewhere? I mean, I, I'm torn because, yeah, I want all the great players to play. But at the same time, at what cost? Oh, I get that. Right. And, and I know it doesn't matter to us and to them. See, it probably this is, doesn't matter This is either. why we didn't touch on college football for 11 episodes right now. <laughs> this is why we didn't do it. I know, because it goes go, deep. It, it's not that it goes deep. It's just we don't know because they're kids. I know. We don't know what's going to happen, they don't get paid. how they're going to do it. They don't get paid, even though they get a damn college education. Mm-hmm. But, but they make more for the colleges than I, I, what their education is. You worth. we're not getting into that conversation. Okay. College colleges, college football love money more than I love hot dogs. And so that's why I think no matter what we talk about, they're going forward with the season. Whether well, it's safe and, to or not. Well, and it's and, not safe to, but they'll still push forward with it. Well, I, that I case, almost guarantee it. Well, in that case, guess what? That they're not going to have a season. It's going to be spring, and we're going to lose all of our top stars. No, no, I think they're going to have a season in the fall. Because I don't think people, unless there's just, a public today, outcry. For what I just saw, Michigan State shut down their program for two weeks for today. Yeah. Okay, right. like shut it down. Everybody in their whole system is shut down for two weeks. Yeah. So how are you supposed to field a football team if you're shut down during summer camp? I see That's it, the it's, thing. And also it's a state by state thing. Right. You know Michigan's not doing well with their uh with no, the numbers. No, and it's 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 gonna be a weird situation. And yes, I okay, college football is like the NFL and it's not gonna die. Because they'll come out on this on the other side. But well, the bad thing is is without time. college football, other sports are gonna die. Right. And that's what kind of so, sucks about it. You're scratching, I've heard many scratches of volleyball teams, mm-hmm. of cross country, of all this other stuff that the football team generates the money, and they can't do it anymore. It'll affect them all year long, because and if we don't have a college here, football team... Especially here in Northeast Ohio, what is it, Akron said that they can't do... Yeah. Any other activities besides football or the major sports, football, basketball? If you're not bringing in the money from your college football <laughs> Sorry, season, you might not be able to have a baseball season. 
you might not be able to have a track season because yeah. you didn't bring that money in in the fall, even if there's a vaccine come January or whatever. Yeah. And it, we're it, fine after you that. Don't know. You just didn't bring that money in. So you just don't know. It affects so much. It just frustrates me that college has colleges have so much money and they're just so res- irresponsible with their money and now they're acting like they're poor and they need every single cent. Well, especially when you're paying your head coach $7 million. <laughs> like, right. Well, like, wasn't Nick Saban the highest paid state employee in Alabama uh, or something? Yes, and Urban Meyer was the right. highest paid state employee in Ohio. Right. Just like Jim. Well, no, he's not a state. Well, it's, it's just... a private school. Right. But they, still, you're paying head coaches $7 million to coach college kids. And we kids. understand that. And, uh, it just, yeah, yeah. I mean... We're getting off of it. Pushing past all the politics, whatever you feel on that, it's going to suck not to have college football in the fall time. Like I said, I would love it in the spring, even if we don't have our top stars playing. That just means we have the NFL for yeah, four months. Yeah, but how months. are you going to do the NFL draft then? Yeah, they'll figure out a way. You have no, NFL you for four months. Out you way. have college football from January to April. Okay. That's football for eight months. Give it to me every single weekend. But still, the NFL team's got to go over tapes. They got to go over everything else. So when are you going we'll to move the draft? June? We'll You're going to have the draft in June? The 2021 season doesn't start till August. And it guess can be what? In June. That draft it can be will in be June. in Cleveland. Oh, it can be in June. It can be in July. I don't care. Oh, Bri. Bri, Bri, Bri. <laughs> Give me eight months all right, straight we're not, of football. We're all right. We're done with this. I can't talk to you right now. You're mm-hmm. irrational. So we are going to bring up now because we really haven't touched on it that much. The NBA bubble. Yeah. Okay. So the NBA bubble. They're getting ready to finish out their season, and they're doing scrimmage games and everything else. And the one question mm-hmm. I got to ask, Big Bri. Mm-hmm. Okay. LeBron. Did the best thing he could do for this city. Yeah. Okay. Without it that. looks it looks like LeBron's gonna win another one in LA. How Probably the f- favorites. How you feel about that guy? <sighs> does it tarnish him here in Cleveland? No, no. Definitely without a doubt does not, in my mind, does not tarnish what he did. I know a lot of people think, well, he left twice and he Hold won. On. He left and then picked up one of the best big men. Ever. Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. The unibrow is not a normal big man. Okay? Uh-huh. So, he came to a Cavs team because we already had Kyrie, and we're getting ready to get Kevin Love. He goes to L.A., looks at L.A., and says, guess what? Can't do this by myself with this team. Hey, Anthony. Yo, what's up, Bron? Hey, you want to come play with me? Yeah, I'll play with you. And Boom. They started their own super team. Yeah. And can you imagine a pick and roll with a six foot eight and a seven foot one guy? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, <coughs> so they're the favorites this year. Well, the Clippers are there too. Yeah, the Clippers are there. So with the NBA bubble, and I know for a lot of uh, Cleveland fans, a lot of Cavs fans, the question will be, how do you feel about LeBron winning another championship. And because we don't have a whole lot to root for, the Cavs are out of it. Teams that we hey, hate. From what I hear, we're playing for the Great Lakes against Detroit. Maybe. maybe. That'd be awesome. <laughs> can't wait. Oh, yeah, can't wait. Uh, Golden State, you know, the team that we hate as Clevelanders, they're not in it. 
And so what do we really have to root for? And it, and it comes down to, well, LeBron's still in it. Are you I mean, rooting uh, for LeBron? Okay. How or about are you this? rooting against him? How about this? What team are you rooting for to win the championship this year? Hmm. Me, probably uh, Milwaukee, I guess. Giannis? Yeah. Well, just the fact that it's a small market team yeah. with a superstar, the same situation as Cleveland, and sure, why not? I don't know necessarily think they're going to win it, but I'll root for them. But everything comes back to LeBron. Are you rooting for LeBron? Are you rooting against LeBron? I'm rooting against LeBron. You're rooting against I'm rooting him. against him. Okay. The only reason why is because I want the championship that he won in Cleveland to be the last championship he wins. Okay. The only reason why is because I want him to realize how much that championship actually meant to the fans, Mm -hmm. to the people, to the area. Yeah. That's the only reason why. Because if he wins one in L.A., who gives a shit? Kobe won how many in L.A.? Five. Exactly. Shaq won how many in L.A.? Three. Three. Mm-hmm. So, who gives a shit about L.A.? They're a high-priced team. I know. It's all the glitz and glamour. It's all this other horse shit. You know something, LeBron? I love you. Thank you for winning me in a championship. Mm-hmm. I hope you fall flat on your fucking face. <laughs> and I hope that Giannis outplays you and just dunks. All over you. You brought it strong. I have to, bud. Jeez. I can't. Really? Hey, I, I. That's how I feel. Okay. Personally, uh, right. Personally, as a fan, and as a Cavs fan, that's how I feel because that championship is now, if he wins one with L.A., is going to be tarnished for me. You want to really? know why? Okay. Because he could have stuck it out here. He kept signing one and done. He had nothing here after Kyrie left. Okay. He wasn't winning anything else. And why did Kyrie leave? Well, I don't want to say, but he's a little, yeah. Little bitch. They're okay. Let's just say it, little mm-hmm, bitch. Mm-hmm. Still had Kevin Love. Yeah. Correct? Which he took that team as far as he possibly could. I, I understand that. But guess what? LeBron by himself still took his team to the finals. Right. If he could have found a way to get Anthony Davis to Cleveland. And guess what? You know the thing? Guess how much money LeBron has? Way too much that he's talking about buying <laughs> shit. Okay? So, all LeBron had to do was go, I don't want the max contract. I want the titles. And he could take a $6 million year and bring in whoever he wants. And yeah. he can be the most decorated NBA player in the league. Period. That's what I don't understand. Because they're lot. they are all about titles. I gotta get my titles. I gotta get this. Mm-hmm. I gotta get that. Guess what? You want it instead of the twenty five million dollars you're making a year. Guess what? Make six and bring in everybody that you want. Yeah. And guess what? You're gonna win whatever title that you want to win. That's all you have to do. Because guess what? It's the NBA. That's what they do. I hear. I hear what you're saying. And. I, I can't necessarily disagree with you, but I just kind of find myself apathetic with the whole LeBron situation. It's like, I don't know. Am I rooting against him? Am I rooting for him? I'm not sure because 
He won me a title. I, I'm not First, saying he didn't. Only got to do it in 50 years. I get it. And so and I'm very appreciative of that. And like I told you, I don't know if he had a choice. He could have stuck it out, like you said, and kept recruiting guys, trying to get them to Cleveland. It hadn't worked in the past. But Cleveland's not a hot spot. We're not going to get big names without but, LeBron. So he could have wrote out his career in Cleveland, Hold on. maybe Hold make on. it to another final. Okay. I had to pour another whiskey. And, you know, not win anything. The fact that he went to L.A., that's what kind of chaps my hide, is the fact... Of all places, He went to LA. Hollywood. He went to... Really? Place. Of all places, so, L.A. So Cleveland is a place nothing is given, everything is earned. L.A. is a place of everything is given. You know, you If just, you know the right people. Right. When he went to the Lakers, they had nothing. He just went to them because they were Hollywood. They had Lonzo Ball. They had nothing. They and had why did Anthony Davis go there? Because LeBron was there. Exactly. Because it was Hollywood. Exactly. That's the only reason anybody goes there. And so they've had, what, 17 titles or something. So, I don't know. I find it hard to root for him, even though he would win another title for him. That means he has four. That means... In a lot of people's minds, he's that much closer to Jordan. Because whether him, you like okay. it or not, when okay. he goes Everybody, to the Hall of Fame, he's going to the Hall of Fame as a Cav. I, 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 but I get you. Yeah, everybody in this whole freaking universe tries to compare him to Jordan. Mm-hmm. And you can't. Just like you can't compare Jordan to Wilt Chamberlain or Oscar Robinson. Yes, Jordan is probably the best player that we have ever seen okay guess what different generation different basketball different times mm-hmm. okay so in eras it goes jordan guess what kobe then lebron in and your yes, mind no it's not in my mind everybody can argue how they want to argue about the best nba basketball player ever mm-hmm. but guess what it goes in spurts. It yes, Jordan won six and the cutthroat mentality and all that other yeah, I get it. But it goes in spurts because guess what? In our lifetime, nobody's better than LeBron. No. At all. No. And we will never see a LeBron and Jordan matchup. Ever. Mm-mm. Or try to get them in their primes. So, they're both, in my book, the greatest. Okay. Because, yes, Jordan, you stayed with the same team. You did what you had to do. You had your players. Guess what? Like, you didn't bring superstars in with you. With Dennis Rodman. With Scottie Pippen. Ron Harper. Ron Harper. Scottie was already there. Horace Grant. We can keep naming names of Mm -hmm. that teams, those teams that Michael Jordan played with. And then you think about the team. Did you ever see Michael Jordan take a team to the finals with Clarkson? <laughs> Hold on. Thompson. Mm-hmm. Just JR. JR. George what? Hill. George Hill. I mean, <laughs> just, Green. just think about it, though. Yeah. It is a different time and a different era for LeBron. Yeah. Okay. So, yes. Right now, LeBron all around. 
all around is the best player I've ever seen. So let me tell you where I'm at because I said I was a little apathetic towards LeBron and where they're at. I'm still probably 60% rooting against them just because I don't want the Lakers to win another championship. And I don't want LeBron. This is this is the last. I think this is the best chance LeBron has is a, at a title left. Because next year you have. No, 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 no. I think he's got at least two more. Next year you have Curry coming back. You have Clay coming back. That next year you have uh, Durant coming back. You have Irving coming back. It's going to be so much more difficult. He's getting older. He's He'll be 36 next year. Yeah, but still, he still I can think, play. I think this is his best chance to win it. And so yeah. that's why he wanted to come back. And don't get me wrong, even though I'll be rooting against him, I still am very appreciative of what he got Cleveland. And I, I always will. My brother sent me a text message today saying how happy he was that they put Game 7 on YouTube. The whole entire thing. They put Game 7 on YouTube? Yep. Apparently ESPN released it this week. And so no he, shit. he was potty training and he was watching Game 7. And he that said, a boy. It, it, it made his weekend. So oh. I, I could watch Game 7. I could think about Game 7 for the rest of my life. And I'll always have a smile when it comes to LeBron. But as far as here and now, yeah, I don't care if you win another one. I mean, it's I, I not for Cleveland, eh, so... Exactly. And there'll be a lot of people that will be upset if he ends up winning one or two with L.A. You won two with Miami. You only won one with Cleveland, and you win a couple with L.A. You know, how did that happen? And so, I don't know. I love you, LeBron. I'm just not going to be rooting for you until you come back to Cleveland. So that's where I'm at. I hear you. I hear you, buddy. Well, we're... We had a food topic that we will get into on the next episode. Yeah. Because we're getting close to time on this. And our food topic, it wasn't even a food topic, it was a beer topic. Love beer topic. And it was beer can, beer bottle, mm-hmm. or beer draft. And when is the right time to use them? Oh, yeah. All three. So what we're going to do is we're going to save that for next week. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. So episode 12. Please tune in to hear the debate Please. about the can, bottle, or draft. Mm-hmm. But we are going to get into our top three, and I can't wait for our top three. Okay. Because I got, got I got something special for Bry. <laughs> okay. All right, Big Bry. So... For our top three, I want your walk-up music if you are a Cleveland Indians batter. Because they play whatever they want. I want your walk-up, top three walk-up music that you would walk up to to go to bat for the Cleveland Indians. (laughs) Let's see what you got, big fella. Wow, that's tough. Because my number one is a no-doubter. So coming up with... Two and three will be tough because there's probably 20 songs, 30, 40, whatever. But to shrink it down to three uh, is kind of tough. And so I'll try to diversify a little bit. Y'all know I'm a big country music fan, so I'll try to get a couple different ones in there. So starting off with number three, I'll go to the song that as a little kid, elementary school, Oh, Middle shit. school, I was, low places? I was obsessed with. Friends in Low Places. It was actually the very first 
Honky CD tonk, donk. I ever bought. Not even close. Not even the right genre. Chad Hoochie? Nope. Regulate. Oh, Ward G. Ward G. Oh. I love it. It's still to this day. I could do it at a drop of a hat in karaoke or something. I, it's probably my favorite. No shit. Rap slash hip hop song. No shit. Classic. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So my number three. Mm-hmm. Okay. I got to kick it rock style. Yeah. All right. Because you know how I am. Yep. All right. I'm going to go Thunderstruck ACDC. Love it. All yeah. Right? So you want me to do number two? Let's hear your number two. All right. So my number two. Okay. And I worked hard on this number two because I love all music. Mm-hmm. But how you go with Regulate, mm-hmm. I go the other way. Okay. Give me some Rough Riders DMX. <laughs> rough, rough Rider Anthem? Rough Rider Anthem. The remix? I, I don't give a shit what it is. <laughs> all I got to hear is stop, drop, yeah, and then boom, I'm ready to bat. I think we're on the same page and that we're looking for something to pump us up to get us going before we get up to the plate. And so, like I said, my number one was easy for me trying to fill in the rest. Here's my country music song. And it's just something that gets me going every time I hear it. Yep. This is my number two. I'm going with Brantley Gilbert, Justin Moore, Small Town Throwdown. Oh, shit. Yep. Love it. Oh, it gets me going every time I hear it. All right. So, are we going to rock, scissors, paper for number one? Uh, Paper, rock, scissors? Rock, paper, scissors. (laughs) My wife and I have this argument all the time. Oh, really? On the order of what you're supposed to say. It's rock, paper, scissors. Okay. I say paper, rock, scissors. She's with you. But you go ahead. What the fuck? I'm going to give it to you. All right. Go for it. So, my number one. All right. Mm -hmm. And it's going to throw everybody for a loop except for people who know me. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to go with Katy Perry. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. No. Peacock. No. Yeah, you got to show the peacock. peacock. You got to show the peacock. <laughs> as soon as <laughs> soon as you hear the, let me see the peacock, you just strut up there with your peacock out, buddy. That, that gets you going? That gets me. It's Katy, Katy Perry Peacock. Okay. I won't argue with you. You can't because <laughs> guess what? My boys know me, and they know I love the peacock. <laughs> so my, my number one will be from the rock genre, and it'll be somebody that I don't know if you know a whole lot. I don't even know many of his songs, but he had one magnificent song. His name is Mr. Rick Derringer, and the song starts out with, when it comes crashing down and it hurts inside, you got to take a stand. It don't help to hide. <laughs> you got it? No. No? No. Real American. Oh, my God. Of course you would pick Hulk Hogan. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, that song is all-encompassing. It, oh, everything that's about man, me. Man, that hurts. Listen to it. Tell me you don't get pumped up God. and you're ready to run through a wall. <laughs> Alright, y'all. All All right, trivia. Last part of trivia. Alright, give it to me. So I have to pick the most strikeouts in Cleveland history. Most strikeouts in one game for one pitcher. One pitcher. Let me take a swig as we're we're pausing. 
I gotta get my whiskey out again because I'm gonna make myself look like a jackass. But I start to think back about all the great pitchers that the Indians have had with Corey Kluber, Cliff Lee, CC Sabathia, Bob Feller, Charles Nagy, Dennis Martinez, Oral Hershiser, and I am going to pick. I remember a game, and I think it was. I'm going to go with Corey Kluber. Okay. Because I think I remember a game where he had like 17 strikeouts. Okay. Uh, Not bad. Not a bad guess. That's probably who I would have guessed. Just thinking that everything evolves. Hold on. Justin Masterson? No. Oh, God damn it. All right. So I I picked Corey Kluber. You mentioned him already. You're wrong with Corey Kluber, but it's the late, the great, the Mr. Bob Feller. Bob Feller, really? 18 strikeouts in a game, and you have to go all the way back to 1938 to do it. Holy shit. So that's like a typical baseball stat to where you have to go back like 300 years to get it. So I'm sorry I did that to you, but that was just something something that I was curious about yesterday when he struck out 14. We'll get you back next week, you son of a bitch. Bring it. All right. So, hey, want to thank you all for listening. Eric Fadiga. Thank you so much. All right, so we're closing out now. Let's uh, let's uh, uh, legal ham to the face mm-hmm. at gmail.com. Yep. Uh, you can search us on Facebook and Twitter. We are at illegal ham to the face. Can't thank you enough for listening. We want to thank our first responders, our military. Thank you so much for everything you do for us. We can't thank you enough. Bry. Give them a God bless. We love you. God bless you. And God bless America. All right. We are uncorked, unloaded, and we are out. Thanks for listening.